freestyle travel. Hey everybody, how's it going? Cheers from Wyoming. I'm drinking a Montana beer, actually a Big Sky Shake-A-Day. One of those single 20 ounce cans you can get at the gas station, but uh, better than average stuff. Nothing crazy, little Missoula beer. Uh, I've got some stories for you guys. I've got uh, stories of uh, me hitchhiking from Portland, Oregon to here in Wyoming by way of Idaho. Uh, Drunk woman picked me up, put me up in a hotel room, uh, took me around some casino, uh, all sorts of stuff, getting just to Stanley, kicking it with a friend there, a random festival that was going on, um, getting hailed on, <laughs> uh, filming a hopping episode in Idaho, going to a bunch of breweries. What else do I got? Running into a buddy who was road tripping um, with his fam, caught up with him. Caught catching up with my fam, all sorts of stuff. So we'll just get into it. Uh, just a reminder about my Patreon, if anyone else wants to jump on there. Uh, just six bucks a month. It's like buying me a beer every month, but you get a like a micro podcast that I do. Because uh, this podcast comes out about once a month. Uh, but that micro podcast I do is about a minute to five minutes long every few days. So it's like stuff really fresh in my head. Sometimes while I'm getting a ride or walking down the road, I record that little podcast. So you get that and some extra pictures and bonus content. Like this hopping episode I just filmed, uh, I got a lot of footage. So there'll be some spillover stuff that'll be Patreon only, that kind of thing. So yeah, patreon.com slash Kenny Flannery. But let's get into uh, the stories. Let's hitchhike together from uh, Portland to here. And then I'll tell you what's going on next. Let's do it. All right, so yeah, the last episode I recorded, I was in Portland. I'd done a meet the author kind of thing at a brewery, Pono Brewing there. I was hanging out with some friends. Uh, I was on a, a beer podcast as a guest, uh, just having a good time in Portland. Portland's always a good time, chilling, wandering around the city, drinking great beer. So after that, the goal was to hitchhike to Wyoming by way of, I was thinking, uh, maybe Boise and definitely Stanley, Idaho. Um, so yeah, let's get to it. So I took the, uh, one or $2 bus to get from where I was in Portland to like the edge of Portland, a little public transit, um, a couple transfers and yeah, started walking down the highway, got a ride from a dude who generally lives on a boat. <laughs> that was cool. And he was going all the way to Biggs Junction. So I, I was with him for can't remember, an hour or two hours, something like that. A good while, uh, having good conversations. Jumped out of the car and got a ride right away. Literally, I walked across the street to the uh, on-ramp, and this woman stopped immediately. And what happened was she had actually seen me back in Portland. She had passed me, and she was going too fast or whatever, couldn't make the decision to pick me up. And then uh, she had stopped for gas or something, and there she was seeing me again. So she's like, I got a second chance. So she picked me up. Uh, she was going to Boise, is what she told me, to pick up like a U-Haul truck um, or something like a U-Haul. And she gave me a beer right away and like a sandwich and stuff, and we just started getting talking both drinking some beers and stuff. And then uh, somewhere, some little town, she wanted to go to the casino. So I was like, all right, let's go. So we stopped at the casino and um, yeah, I was 
pretty broke, and plus there's nothing really for me. Anyone who listens to this podcast knows that I do go to casinos and get free rooms a lot, but uh, I don't really do the slot machine stuff. And random Oregon casinos, that's pretty much what they got. Uh, so I was just hanging out while she was playing. She was buying me a beer every here and again. I'd come back around, check in on her. Um, I kind of like, yeah, just wandered around. And yeah, she was drinking a couple beers at a time and basically just got pretty hammered. And she's like, I can't really go any further. She's said she was going to call her son, which she did. Her son wasn't too happy. I guess he had something to do with her picking up the truck, but he was going to pay for a hotel room for her because she couldn't go any further because she, you know, she was pretty hammered. So that's what we did. She got a hotel room, a couple beds, uh, just a couple miles away. So she didn't have to drive too far, as hammered as she was. And uh, yeah, we just uh, stayed there for the night, got some decent sleep. Um, she was big time everything in the night. Snores, screams, night terrors, <laughs> uh, all kinds of stuff. But, um, you know, made it through. <laughs> uh, nice person. Nice person. Just uh, an aggressive person, I guess. One of those kind of ladies. But nothing I couldn't handle. Uh, and, yeah, nice to talk to you. Got to drive in the next day towards Boise. Uh, you know, grabbed another 18-pack. So we're, again, drinking beers. And she was, you know checking herself, not trying to drink too crazy as I take a drink right now, just a sec. We'll say hitchhiking over the years, I have gotten rides from people who are drinking and uh, there's something about like long distance drunk drivers that don't really bother me so much and professionals. Some people can just drink a lot and they can still drive. I know that sounds fucking crazy to some people, but it's just, just true. And especially on the highway and, um, yeah, she was doing fine. I, I usually only get worried when I'm driving like around a town with someone who's clearly hammered. And that's probably the reason that why they picked me up because they were just like drunk and inhibitions were low. But anyways, she was fine driving wise. So we get to Boise and luckily she was going to the far edge of town. And I thought about stopping in Boise. I, I know a couple people there, a few people, but uh, no one was really uh, responsive. And I was pretty eager to get to Stanley. So I started hitching there. I got a quick ride getting up the mountain. And then I was waiting in this little town for a while and a cop stopped and told me it was illegal to hitchhike, which is, I don't know, half true. I'm not sure. I didn't want to, I don't think it's true, but there's always this weird technical gray area stuff and the way they interpret the law, whatever. It doesn't matter. I didn't want to argue with the cop. I, I never do. Pretty much never do. So I started walking. Um, Walked like a mile or two, just the way the roads were, I could totally see what kind of cars were coming. So I was still hitchhiking and this guy stops middle of the road. I jump in there. As soon as I jumped in this guy's car, my shorts were already kind of ripped a little bit and jumping into his car was the nail in the coffin and that pair of shorts, the little tear I had in the front leg, uh, ripped all the way up to the waistline. Like <laughs> basically if I didn't have boxers on, you could totally just see my junk, but uh, luckily I had boxers on. Uh, anyways, he was going to Stanley, so, and he was a cool guy. He lived in Boise, but also had a house there in Stanley, and uh, I was kind of active in the community there. It's not a big town, cross-country skiing, stuff like that. Uh, so he dropped me off right where I was going. Uh, my buddy there was working a summer job 
at a restaurant there, one of the few. Uh, this guy I met some years ago in Boise. I uh, went into a bar and he was the cook there. Saw my backpack and started talking about travel and became friends. And I think he put me up that night and definitely over the years, whenever I go to Boise, I'd hit him up and we'd go drink a bunch of beers. Uh, he was a gem hunter, is a gem hunter. So we go find some rocks and go to some cool places just every time I see him. It's always a great couple days, one night, a few nights, whatever it is that I'm in Boise. So, yeah, I was pretty excited that he was in Stanley because I was like, oh, something's got to be going on. Like, you know, a little summer job in a kind of a tourist town like that. It's got to be just seems like fun. It's got to be a good crowd. And I was right. Uh, there's some housing right next to the restaurant where he works. And uh, he already had a girlfriend up there who was like a nanny uh, involved in, you know, sort of the restaurant a little bit ish kind of to the other people that I met. So just a bunch of cool people. And there just happened to be like a music festival going on in Stanley. So that was all bleeding out into the bars and stuff. So I ended up kicking it in Stanley for, I don't know, three, four, five days, something. I kind of lost track. Let me drink beer here. But super fun. Um, yeah, it's a lot of partying every night, pretty much. And during the day, he had to work. So he let me uh, borrow his truck on those days. So I was just driving around to different lakes and trails and rivers and views and just checking stuff out during the day. Super cool that he let me borrow his truck for that. Um, not that I was going too far, just, you know, five, ten miles in either direction. But uh, super cool. And yeah, just every night just partying it up and uh, having a good time. Super nice dude, real cool, artistic kind of guy, and just super fun to be around. I, I'd been looking forward to it and uh, yeah, lived up to my expectations. So yeah, yeah, and he even gave me a pair of shorts. He had an extra pair of shorts replaced the ones that I ripped. Uh, I had a bunch of extra books on me that I didn't sell in Portland, which is like a hassle to carry. It doesn't sound like much, but even 10 books is like 10 books of weight <laughs> I got to carry. So anyways, he, he bought some books and he was, you know, giving them to people. I think probably selling them to people maybe. Um, I don't know what he's doing with all the books, but uh, it was cool that he got some off my hands for me. And yeah, the day came where I was ready to book it to Wyoming. My mom lives in Wyoming. She has for little while now better part of a decade at this point and it's gonna go visit her next that was the next stop so I made it in a day uh, I didn't seem like I mean I cut it real close uh, so I started hitchhiking out of Stanley one quick ride some dude who's like just going to a campsite and he's like if you're still here when I'm done I'm going to Blackfoot or whatever you know closer to Idaho Falls so Waited, got another ride from a different dude, and then walked for a while, got caught in a rainstorm. And then the dude who said he was going to give me a ride, I watched him just pass me. Uh, and I wasn't sure if he definitely saw me, but it was sort of sketchy. Um, he had a big old trailer, so I'd like to give him a pass that maybe it was too hard for him to stop or he was afraid he couldn't get pulled all the way over or something. But uh, anyways, he passed, and I've been walking for like a couple hours at that point getting rained on off and on i was like god damn oh there goes that little backup plan but lo and behold as always got a ride anyways uh different guy picked me up he dropped me off in some town in a hailstorm. <laughs> luckily it was uh there was a gas station so like i got soaked in like the 
one or three seconds it took to get from his car under the cover. Uh, that's how like crazy it was hailing. Uh, it wasn't like ping pong balls, but it was like popcorn, you know, size hail. <laughs> After it was a beautiful day earlier. Um, so I waited it out. It's just one of those things, you know, 20, 30 minutes and it was uh, sun coming out again. I uh, got a ride from a pretty much a bus, like a, like a mini school bus kind of thing with a family in there. And they were just going up the road where they also had a house, like literally just up the road, a couple miles. But then they're like, ah, screw it. We can go to Idaho Falls. I think they're going to go there in the next couple days anyway. So they're like, we'll just go now since you're here and giving us an excuse. So that's what they did. They gave me a ride to Idaho Falls. Um, I got a quick short ride from a local guy. Uh, and then a woman who was going to some hot springs, she went out of her way to get me to Swan Valley, which is like... I don't know, less than a 30 minute drive from my ultimate destination of Alpine, Wyoming. And the sun set, the sun went behind the foothills. And pretty much at the last possible moment, I got a ride from a guy who, I don't know, he was a little bit vague. He was going to Arkansas, though. <laughs> Take another sip of beer. Dude was going all the way to Arkansas. He was in a, a camper van. And... Starting the next chapter of his life, for sure. He was probably 35, something like that. And like, he sounded like he'd kind of been living on the road for 12 years is what he was saying. But um, I think he just left Arkansas 12 years earlier and was just been doing stuff like working on fishing boats in Alaska and going to Burning Man and I don't know. So not like fully, fully on the road, but definitely just living. And he seemed conflicted, excited, nervous, all the things, because he was basically going back to Arkansas to, uh, it's kind of like going back to die. I don't know the way he was putting it. He's like, I'm going back there. My dad's getting older. And he's like, it's over. So I'm going back, <laughs> going back to Arkansas. It's like, yeah, <laughs> he'd had his time. He'd had his decade. And now he was just going back to uh, start a pressure washing business and be in Arkansas with no intention of ever leaving. I don't know if that makes any sense, if you get that little vibe, but uh, yeah, it was a weird thing, and he was just a little bit vague, but um, that's what he was doing. So, kind of funny, all day I got like, I don't know, seven, eight, nine rides, whatever it was, and then the last ride I got, of course, that's the one that was just going forever, <laughs> all the way to Arkansas. I mean, what a hell of a ride that would have been if I was like, actually shooting across the country, trying to get to Mississippi or Florida or something. But no, for me, it was just uh, the 20, 30 minutes to get to uh, Alpine. So yeah, that's when I got here to uh, Alpine. So my mom uh, lives in Alpine, but she spends the summer up closer to Jackson at a campground as a camp ambassador with her husband, my new stepdad, as of they officially got married uh, last year. So they both live up at that campground and just make sure people put out fires and don't leave trash and they pick up the trash if they do leave trash. Uh, and she just comes back down to Alpine one night a week. So got in the house and uh, yeah, I've just been chilling a little bit, um, bouncing between here and the campground. And then my buddy from Phoenix, he came up with uh, his fam four of them, his kids, who I've all known, they're all friends at this point too, for 
basically like 15 years just about when I started traveling. I met him on a uh, couch surfing back in the day and uh, we've just been friends ever since. So, and I've, you know, I've seen him all over the place, kind of. Uh, <laughs> and so that was cool. He was road tripping up. So passed through Alpine, we got some beers at Melvin and then spent a couple nights in one of the campsites um, in my mom's area. It's called Curtis Canyon, just outside of Jackson. And just looking out on the Tetons, just a pretty sick view. Uh, definitely posted some pictures and some drone footage on Instagram at Hobo Lifestyle. So you can check some of that stuff out. It was pretty cool and it was good to see him. And he continued on towards like Montana. He had a brother up closer to Missoula. He's going to Glacier. Take another sip of this Montana beer. So yeah, uh, he took off and, um, Basically, I had Iowa on my mind, um, going to see a friend there, Liz Stewart. She's been on the podcast at least twice, maybe three times, and uh, I'll definitely do an episode with her, but I'll get to that in a minute. Uh, but then there was, so a year or two ago, um, my mom is the editor for this Jackson Hole Traveler. It's like a website. They also do a print like visitor guide in the area. And they had seen some of my hopping episodes, specifically the ones that I had done around Jackson and all the drone footage, especially. And they ended up uh, paying me to do like a video for their website showing off all the Jackson breweries. This is like a year or two ago. And they had mentioned they wanted to do something in Victor and Driggs, which is just over the pass in Idaho. And there's like a growing amount of breweries there, cidery, distillery. And uh, I don't know if what her position is at the thing, but, um, someone from the Jackson old travelers like want me to do that the last time. So before I could take off from here to Iowa, that got brought up again and they wanted to uh, have me do a feature there. So I'm like, all right, great. Two for one. I can go and film a hopping episode where I go to like every brewery and uh, it's called Teton Valley, Victor and Driggs over there. Uh, so I can film a hopping episode and at the same time I can get footage and do an edit for them. Uh, so that worked out perfect. And my mom being the editor, she is pretty much going to write the article. So there's going to be an article or, you know, blog post, whatever you want to call it with an accompanying video that I'll be making. So I'm like, all right, I'll stick around for that. Get paid to do something I kind of want to do anyways. So this was just a uh, two or three days ago. Uh, my mom came down from the campsite, scooped me up because I was prepared to just like hitchhike over there and, you know, do it the way I usually do it, <laughs> just hitchhike and wander. And, but this made it easier and more fun. It's kind of funny because my mom hasn't had a drop of alcohol since the 1900s, <laughs> literally. Uh, and she's going around with me to, what was it, four or five breweries, a cidery, which was kind of one of the, the highlights of the thing, and a distillery. So it was a super fun day, a lot to drink. Uh, started with the distillery, uh, kind of went way long. <laughs> Got a whole tour that we didn't totally need, but uh, really friendly people there and um, tasted their vodka and single malt at the end. Super good. Went to Grand Teton Brewing, uh, which is kind of one of the older breweries around there. They invented the glass growler over there. Crazy, huh? You know, it had to come from somewhere. That's where it came from. It's two brothers who started uh, Grand Teton Brewing back when it was called Auto Brewing. And there was a tin growler from Germany. 
if you see a picture of this thing, it looks like a stupid bucket. I can't imagine it being sealed properly or anything. So they, they found a way to make it into a glass in the growler that we all know and love today. That's getting replaced by canned crowlers. So <laughs> there you go. Uh, anyway, so went there, sat down with the brewer, uh, went over to High Point Cider. Really good cider. I don't drink a lot of cider. So I appreciate it when it's really good. And this guy is uh, like dry hopping his cider with mosaic hops, one of them. And uh, that was super good. Real friendly over there. Went to a Citizen 33 is another brewery up there. There's a Thai restaurant, Teton Thai. And there's a guy brewing out of there. Only a few beers, really small system. But uh, again, really friendly. And we got some like free food on top of the beer and stuff which uh, made my mom happy because before that, all she'd had was a root beer from Grand Teton Brewing, which is also reportedly pretty good. And yeah, I'm just getting drone footage all over the place, doing sit-down tastings with these people. And um, yeah, finally, there's just like a couple more breweries that we just sort of skimmed by wildlife. Um, and yeah, came on back. So now I've just been sticking around to try to get that edit done before I hit the road because I know once I hit the road, I'm going to be you know, going <laughs> and who knows what's going to happen when I get to Iowa. I'm just going to be stacking on extra footage and stuff. So I really just wanted to get that done um, before I leave. So I did actually, I got the rough cut of at least the 60 second uh, thing I'm doing for Jackson Old Traveler done today. I'll probably polish it up tonight and uh, yeah, well now I'm getting into the future I and mean, you know what that means. I got to play that little transition music and then i'm going to tell you what uh, i think is happening next so i'll take a sip of beer and we'll do it all right so yeah um <laughs> i got that video pretty much done not the hopping video because that's going to take much longer to edit because that's going to be more than a minute <laughs> um and i am going to leave either tomorrow when I wake up or maybe I'll stay an extra day or two, but I'm pretty eager to get to Iowa and I'm pretty much wrapped up here. So unless I feel like I want to get some extra editing done or something, I'll probably hit the road tomorrow. Um, might be meeting some girl tonight. <laughs> I had like a random date at midnight the other night. Actually, it was <laughs> after I had drank at all those breweries and the distillery and the cidery, spent that whole day just drinking. I then uh, met some girl at midnight at like a dive bar around here. Super random. I don't know. So don't expect that to become anything, but uh, that might keep me in town an extra day. Um, and yeah, so I was the thing. Um, so I'll be hitchhiking there. It's a 14 hour drive to a 15 hour drive. It's one of those hitchhikes that I'm kind of looking forward to because it's a, it's a weird one. Like there's four or five or six different ways to go. There's no like obvious way to go. I mean, I could go down to I-80 and over. I can go up to Hoback Junction and over. I can go up through Jackson and over. I think I know the way I'm going to start, but literally 30 miles is the first point where I can go one of two ways. And 
I'm going to kind of leave it up to what rides I get and then just keep going from there. And it's, it'll be an interesting one. Uh, very, very interesting. Cause also there's potential for like lonely roads, you know, not a lot of traffic. There's, I could end up going through Montana, South Dakota. I don't know. Uh, I'm kind of stoked for it. But if rides are coming quick and somewhat direct, it could be a two-day deal to get to Iowa. Um, so like I was saying about Iowa, I'm going to see Liz Stewart. Definitely <laughs> like 95% going to have a podcast episode with her. So you'll probably get an episode, uh, you know, in the next couple weeks, uh, if not sooner, uh, with her. Um, I've already got a box of books that got shipped to her. I've already got a brewery set up, Jackson Street Brewery, where I'll be doing a book signing. There's another brewery in town that's down to be part of a hopping episode as well. I might do this beer vibes thing. Uh, on top of all that, um, there's like this big bike event. It's called like Rag Buy or something like that. Um, it's I think it's Iowa based, and it's basically like a I think it's like twenty five thousand people from around the world, technically biking across Iowa. And every night they stop in a town and it's like a goddamn festival. Um, and that's happening this coming weekend. So I kind of want to get there by then just to experience that. And even the brewery that I'm breweries that I'm filming at and doing the book signing at, uh, they're all like stressed out because they got like a beer festival going on. Like everyone's taking advantage of the fact that all these bikers are here and trying to create fun events and stuff. So I would definitely like to get there by then. Um, so that's, that's my goal is to get there by then. But we'll see. And yeah, I got to get this new episode edited. I haven't started the actual hopping episode with all the Idaho breweries. I was just trying to get the Jackson Hole Traveler thing done. Um, yeah, so I'll be doing that, filming another episode, and yeah, hopefully sell a bunch of books, and good times had by all. So that's what's in my immediate future. That's what's up. And I got, I got nothing else to say. Nothing else to say. <laughs> Except for, you know, have a good time. Hit me up if you guys are in any of the northern states. Uh, that's kind of my trajectory for the summer unless something like drastic or you know somewhat drastic even just changes probably spend the rest of the next uh, month or two past Iowa going around places like Minnesota Wisconsin Michigan Illinois Indiana I don't know anything uh up north possibly all the way to New York um yeah so just whatever hit me up wherever you're at We'll have a beer or something. So that's what's up, you guys. Hope you enjoyed the episode. A little trip together. And I will see you down the road. I need a new escape. With all my shit straight, I'll get my big brain.